Moltool is the official sponsor of the Grease and Glamour podcast. Established in 1853, Moltool has grown to become a recognized leader in lubricant technology. Racing teams around the world have trusted Moltool to deliver the endurance and performance needed to compete at the highest level. Even if you're not racing on the track, Moltool's full range of synthetic lubricants will protect your engine against the wear and tear of your daily commute. Stop by Universal Imports to purchase Moltool's line of products today. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Mark, joined by Aaron Kane and Jay Lawrence here for another episode of the Grease and Glamour podcast. And uh, we uh, thank you all for being with us today on this uh, finally a day without rain here in Rochester in the middle of May. Right. The one day of sun. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it's getting cloudy again as we do this. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, so every year in Rochester we have what... Our, one of our claim to fames, aside from Wegmans grocery stores, would be uh, the Lilac Festival, which they actually had to shut down because uh, it was raining so much. Um, so if, And no parking on premises. Yeah. It's yeah. mud. Crazy. Uh, but anyway, we are so happy that you're here with us uh, on the Grease and Glamour podcast. I'm not even sure what episode this is anymore. Um, a, a friend of mine, and I'm going to call him a super fan. I'm going to give him a shout out. Uh, Dr. Watkins, a good friend of mine, he uh, made mention. He goes, hey, Mark, uh, we were at a dinner party. And he goes, you know, I think you skipped an episode because you on one episode, you said, what's happening? <laughs> so 15, then it was like 18. What's going on? Listen, we're just getting ready for the catalog of the missing episodes that will air yeah. at some other point. Yeah. So this is all like Carol Burnett show that airs like, the missing episodes. Yeah, so this is all, all uh, it's it's meant to, right, meant so to, it's do, meant that. to yeah. do this. Uh, anyway, um, if you're listening to the podcast, you already know where to find us. But what we want you to do is share this podcast with a friend um, and tell them that they can find it on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can find Grease and Glamour on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are found. For the most part, we will be there just like Superman. Or you can go to our, our podcast website, too. It's greaseandglamourpodcast.com. Yep. Very good. So how are you guys doing? Great. Doing well. Yeah. The yeah. last time we left our listeners, we were just finishing up our podcast on auctioneers. Uh, we, we talked to an auctioneer. We were down in Mannheim, Pennsylvania. And uh, the next day we drove home. And we, I. No, we didn't. I did. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Jamie did most of the driving. But, but we. <laughs> I, but just, we <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that. Like. We mutually decided. <laughs> That uh, it was a good idea to stop by Dunkin' Donuts and get uh, some donuts. And uh, then Jamie goes, you know what? I think I want chocolate milk. <laughs> well. <laughs> nope. Nope. 48 hours later. Learned Ooh. Your Ooh. And chocolate and milk we and donuts still, don't mix. And we were still three hours away from home. <laughs> so, yeah. But, boy, we got made it home in record time. We did. <laughs> I think I was driving 90, 95 because yeah. I was like, man. Yeah, I get, yeah, that was not a good idea. That, and it was instantaneous, too. I don't know what it was, whether it was the donut or the chocolate milk or just that perfect combo. Yep. Within eight seconds, I went, oh, this is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, what is new going on in the world of Aaron? Nothing really. 
too exciting. Going on vacation? So I'm going to Italy in September and I'm trying to plan this trip and it's driving me crazy because I've never been to Europe. I've never been overseas. I don't know how things work. We're trying to do a two-week vacation and go all across Italy. So it's driving me a little crazy right now. So I'm trying to get it all squared away. You should have taken a tour. Should have went to Germany. I could have helped you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Mark's been saying that for a while. (laughs) Picked the wrong honeymoon destination. You did. (laughs) No, you should have picked a tour. Should have went with somebody that like toured it up for you. You got to see all the different places. They do all the work and all you do is eat and drink. Yeah, we we were thinking that, but we decided, well, my husband decided that, you know, he wanted to plan it all out and how much is train. He, how much has he planned so far? Um, you know, we both haven't planned very much, so we're still in the planning phases, which, I mean, it's May already, cracking. Yeah. so we don't have very long. Do you have, like, are you already have plane tickets? So stuff? right now we have we have plane tickets. No hotels. Right. No. no hotels. Mm. Nothing I, like I that. I got to tell you. Wow. Um, this last time we went to Europe, we Airbnb'd it the whole way, and it was great. It was, um, we saved a lot of money. Every experience was really good, um, really easy. We were able to stay in locations that we were so close to the action and the places that we wanted to be. And you also get a different perspective on the places that you're at because you're you're more like someone who lives there as mm-hmm. opposed to a tourist walking in out of a hotel. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I like hotels and they have their place. But when we were in Europe and what we were doing there this time, being in an Airbnb was uh, was a really was really nice. When uh, my son went to Japan last year with like five of his friends, they did that. You got to still be careful. They ended up in their first their first place. All the plugs, uh, the sockets were all busted out of the wall, oh, and there was just six cots in a small <laughs> ten by ten room, and that was it with a oh, shareable geez. bathroom down the block. Well, I think so, you know, <laughs> yeah. you got to do your research. Yes. Well, it, everything it, requires it, you research. Know, he, he, I just remember him telling me, "He goes, yeah, I did the research, Dad, and uh, those pictures did, they, did, they 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 used." I would always, well, I would always take the pictures with a grain of salt, you know, with a grain of salt because, you know, you see pictures, especially like in houses, when you see like real estate, when you're looking at real estate Mm -hmm. and you look at some rooms and be like, wow, man, that, that looks awesome. And then you're there and because you just can't gauge the size and and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're all doing that because that will never, ever happen with me. It is always the four or five star hotel. I don't know, man. I I was reluctant, but but Airbnb Airbnb worked out really. I think it depends too on location. Yeah. Yep. And and, you know, I mean, they're not as they're not as regulated as hotels, but uh, because of the review system and what you have to lose if you are renting on Airbnb, a couple bad reviews, you're going to slowly not. Get mm-hmm. people buying your, you know, renting your That's place. True. So, yep. so there is. It's kind of you know, community. Po- it's policed through the community of of users. But it worked out really good for us. Um, you know, and you get to, we talk to the owners of the of the apartments, and yet we had a lot of communication with them, and mm-hmm. and it it worked out real nice. But I would start <clears throat> maybe planning. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're I would do that. say you should be planning. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what about you, Jamie? You know, um, still just uh, in the learning stages here at uh, Universal Imports. It's uh, yes, for those of you that haven't been on the p- 
podcast the last couple, but Jamie is now a full-time staffer here yeah. at Universal and, uh, Imports. Loving it, but uh, wow, I'm tired at the end of the day. <laughs> it is. Uh, we are nonstop, go, go, go all day and uh, learning a lot, but have no fear for those of you who do know me. I, uh, I won't be servicing cars anytime soon. They, have, <laughs> n- they don't even let me walk back there anymore (laughs) don't even get close to it yeah so everything else pretty much i'm i'm learning uh systems and you know all that but uh well we have a lot of customers that have made comments in the past about you know that they that they've come in so many times to purchase cars or or to have car service they say oh i should just get a desk here well uh, (laughs) yeah i made that a reality (laughs) yeah well no problem well now we're on to the next twist and turn (laughs) Which is so as we were going down to the um, to the auction, you know, we have to bring cars down there, so we bring them to to sell. So of course, we drive this, you know, this wonderfully beautiful X5 down, and it's just, you know, I'm just loving it. And we kept it there at the auction, and well, about a week ago, Mark's plan worked out. He brought it back from the auction and leaves it parked in the in the employee lot, right? So I can sit next to it every day when I park my car. So that's part of his plan is not only is he getting all this work out of me, but I'm going to be buying more cars. Whoa. So, yeah, guess who's hey, taking they, the car home tonight? These yeah. cars sell themselves, what can I say? <laughs> it's all part of the evil plan. So be careful when you come in and you get a job because very quickly it's a vicious that, cycle. it's a vicious cycle. All of a sudden you have like four new vehicles. So I'm just letting you know. So, but, uh, yeah, on my end, you know, uh, Game of Thrones started back up. That's been consuming uh, my time, my wife's time with a show that we love. What's your HBO code? I've never been able to oh. see it. I'll tell you what we uh, we just we just went and bought HBO again for the fact of Game of Thrones and oh. then and I, Veep. Veep is a great show too, but uh, um, I'm not going to give any spoilers out. But boy, Game of Thrones is like wow, what a crazy season. See, I watched the f- I watched the first episode of the first season, and for some reason, I don't know if it was just the time, but I just couldn't get into it. And now I feel like since everybody else is, I'm gonna have to. I actually it. felt that way too. If I recall back, I was I didn't instantly get hooked on it. I think I watched a, an episode, mm-hmm. and I was like, eh. But it, I think it felt like there's a lot there's a lot to think about here, and maybe I didn't want to put the time and effort in. Yeah. Um, but then we watched it again at some point, and then you, it takes a few episodes, and then you kind of, then you can't, then it kind of hooks you, mm-hmm. and then you know, and then it's like these shows, you, you know, with now with Netflix and Prime and all these different uh, streaming services, think back to before streaming services when you had to wait a week to watch a, a show, um, to oh, watch yeah. the next episode, yeah. whereas now you can binge watch everything. With with Game of Thrones, we're back to watch having to watch it every week because we're actually watching it, you know, as it's yep. as it's being yeah, broadcast. And I have not watched one episode. I think I have the first season on Blu-ray, but I've never watched it because I'm uh-huh. like, you know what, I'm going to wait till this one's over, and then I can truly binge it. Which is typically how I find all my sci-fi and fantasy shows. Like all my favorite ones now, I never watch like X Files. I yeah. would see it. Oh, I meet David Duchovny. It's all great. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And then How is David Duchovny? Is he a decent great. dude? Absolutely wonderful. Really? Tall. Yeah. Tall? Yeah. yeah. Nice I guy. Am, I am excited because I think next month my comedic idol is coming to Rochester for a Q&A on Caddyshack. Chevy Chase oh, is coming. he is, yeah. Now, 
you know, I've heard mixed things about Chevy Chase as a person, but I'm, I, I want to buy the VIP package because I want to meet the guy. Like, I love every one of his movies from from vac- all the vacation movies to Caddyshack to uh, Fletch, so, all of those. So um, you should definitely look online and say, you know, Chevy Chase and audience interaction and see how that comes up. That probably oh, determine yeah. whether or not yeah, you want to buy the VIP package. I might take the chance anyway because that's just <laughs> one of those. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe some. I, I am one of these guys. I'll admit it. I get starstruck. I, I have my uh, favorite comedians, my favorite actors, favorite musicians. If I get a chance to meet them, it's a big deal to me. I know to a lot of people, it's not. People don't don't really care about mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, but I do. I, I, you know, it's something that I like. I'm, I'm a, I'm a creative person. I'm an artistic person. So when, when I see these crafts, I appreciate how well some of these people do in that, yeah. in those careers. And yeah, so, I, I just don't want your bubble to be broken well, when he like when he curses at you or throws something at it you. It could, it like, could. You know, between him and Bill Murray, those two. See, I want, I would go down to Charleston to try to meet Bill Murray. Because there's a Netflix yeah, documentary. I know, but man, he seems way, he seems way out there. Though. He's a little out there, but I just want to. You want to meet Bill him. Murray? Yeah. Good luck with that. Who Thank would you, you want to meet, Jay? If, if, uh, that you haven't met? That I haven't. That you met? would want to meet? Actually. Wow, that's a good one. Um, you know, I I think one of the people I've always wanted to meet um, is Patrick Stewart. Okay. From Next Gen. Um, I'm going to get to meet Worf. Uh, this year he's coming here to Rochester. But, uh, yep. yeah, probably Patrick. Here comes the sci-fi. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, like that's the that's the people I, you know, if you look at my living room wall and there's movie posters and things like that, but then there's fan pictures you of don't, me and, like, everybody from Star Trek. You don't have a coffee table of the Star Trek uh, <laughs> logo, do you? Uh, no, but over here <laughs> I have a uh, – an X Files coaster, just so you know. And he has a Stargate screensaver. <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, we admit, yeah. So yeah, it could be any of those. Could be anybody from um, Stargate as well. All of those. Yeah, Michael Shanks or Richard Dean Anderson. Award. Yeah. So Dr. Ray Shady, uh, a good customer and friend of mine, uh, came in my office one day and just told me that he wanted to nominate me for the Rochester Business Ethics Award, and. Uh, it's a great honor. I'm super happy and privileged to be even considered. And uh, but with it came an application process that was, you know, it was like writing 15 mini essays. Um, and I really wanted to give it its due because these questions are asked to. They really want you to sort of dive into your company and put on paper and really have. It, it forces you to think about. The ethical issues that businesses face these days. So, um, I really like talking about that kind of stuff. I really think that, you know, my father created a culture here that uh, is something to be really proud of and how we handle all aspects of business, but especially ethics and morals and values and that sort of thing. So, I had a lot of fun with it. It was, it was hard. It was uh, a lot of work, Mm -hmm. but it was a lot of fun. And now it's done, and it's in the hands of the judges. And fingers crossed that uh, maybe uh, I make it to the next well, level, yeah. next well, stage. You know, I've said it before. Either way, well deserved, my friend. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you exciting. very much. Um, 
So we're here today to talk about, we were going, all right, so what do we talk about middle of May, despite the rain? What are we going to do? Well, I think we're going to talk about spring car care tips. We won't call them hacks necessarily, although I've got some hacks in there, mm-hmm. but um, some spring car care tips. And I, I quick funny story as we kind of segue into this part of the podcast, but I used I used to be asked, um, they, they changed the format now, but... WROC Channel 8 News would have me on uh, like every quarter or so, and I would ha- talk about a car-related topic. And I was nervous about going on the news live. Mm-hmm. So they have a contingency for people like me who are nervous about going on air live, and that is they'll do, you know, they'll like uh, pre-record it. And that takes all the pressure away because if you mess up, you can go back. Sure. Just like mm-hmm. in the podcast, if we make a mistake, we can chop and edit. It's it's not necessarily live, um, and it takes all the pro- it takes all the worry and nervousness away. Well, one day I had to come in for something that was a little more pressing. It was time sensitive, so they needed they needed to sort of interview me on this piece uh, like right away that morning. So I had to do it live and I had never done it live before. And I remember sitting, um, there's like a little podium with the two chairs and the news anchor will sit there and she kind of leads you into questions. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching the weatherman do the weather on the green screen. And he's, you know, these guys are so good at what they do. They make it look effortless. And I know I'm watching the clock and I know that I've got like 60 seconds and then it's going to turn over to me mm-hmm. and the the anchor comes over and sits down and says hi how you doing and she kind of gets me you know feeling comfortable and we're at like the 30 second mark <laughs> and then the 20 second mark and I re- never forget I forgot how to swallow <laughs> <laughs> and I started panicking going I don't know how to swallow I'm like, <laughs> and like if you've ever had that experience for you I can't swallow <laughs> well once I got past and I can still watch that video. It's still on YouTube somewhere. And I watch me taking that last swallow before I talk. And it, you could tell I was like struggling with it. Oh, I'm searching that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then so she goes in. It, it went off well, except what I realized is I have, um, like a lot of people do, I have a crutch. I have crutch words. You know, I have words that I just, if I'm nervous or I don't know what to say, mm-hmm. I use these words over and over again. And you can count about eight times in a two-minute segment that I use the word absolutely. Oh. So, so it's, I'm gonna look for that <laughs> because I've been posting them up yeah. as part of our, you know, our Facebook page, yeah. and yeah. I've been, you know, Throwback Thursdays. And by the way, if you, you know, like our page at Universal Imports, that would be great. Thank you very much. Yes, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I've been posting that, so now I got to find that one in the in the YouTube. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, searching. it's out there. Yep, it, it, do a little searching, you'll find yep, it. Absolutely be, find absolutely. it. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. It. it could be absolutely done on absolutely <laughs> but, Thursday. But it just reminded. I just thought of that story because it was a car, it was a spring car tip thing that that they needed, and I had to come in for right away. But anyway, we talked about spring car tips, and I remember one of the things that I talked about was. Uh, and this is something that a lot of people really don't know how to take care of this. And that is getting salt out of their carpets after winter. Yeah. So 
Salt is just a nightmare Ugh. to get. It. Well, it, when I tell you the trick, you're gonna. It's not very. Uh, it's not a real fancy trick, but it it works, and it's it's doesn't have a lot of glamour to it. But people try, you know, carpet cleaner and all of this stuff, and it looks like it goes away, and ten minutes later, that white line is back. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really gets salt out of carpets is hot, very hot, piping hot water and a bristle brush, just the hot water, it melts the salt. And if you put a little vinegar in with the salt, um, that also has a cleaning uh, agent to it or whatever. I don't know the science behind it, but um, that will get salt out of carpets. Vinegar is a miracle product. Yeah, yeah. I really do. When you say that, I'm thinking there's so many laundry yeah. things that you can do with vinegar. Well, so we have a so we have a, a a lady that comes into the office every week and she cleans the offices and she does all the windows. And my father always had this real big pet peeve, which also became a pet peeve of mine. And that is when you go to a restaurant and you're sitting down to eat and either your food has come or whatever, but you watch when they go to clean the tables, they've got one of these big bottles and it's filled with some cleaner, you know, like a Windex type of thing. Mm -hmm. And they're squirting it on the tables and that the stuff just, the mist carries it all over. Like it's getting onto the people's food on the table next to them. And it's like, oh, that you know, all those chemicals are just flying all over the place. Nobody thinks anything of it, but you know, that's how they got to clean them. But uh, so my father had instructed our our cleaning lady to not use Windex and chemical cleaners on a lot of the surfaces and windows. So they actually came up with a concoction, and it is a uh, half a cup. So it's a, a mixture of vinegar. It's actually a, a half a cup of vinegar, a cup of club soda, a half a cup of dish soap. So there's a little bit of chemical there, but still not a lot. And a fourth of a cup of lemon juice in a spray bottle. Now, obviously, oh, you know you can increase the quantity, you know, but that's the that's the uh, the parts. And so, when she cleans here, there's no chemical smell. No, yeah. I come In into fact, my office, it smells like a salad. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> definitely always smells like vinegar in here on Tuesdays, um, but. Vinegar is like you said; it's it's the miracle, you know, thing. Absolutely. It's it's great on it. It works on everything. Yeah. And car detailers will all tell you that vinegar does great when it comes to cleaning things in cars, when cleaning carpets, uh, all that stuff. It's an all-purpose cleaner. Um, in fact, another th- <clears throat> another thing that we we don't have to face, fortunately, as much as we used to, but you know. 20 years ago, you, you a lot of cars were smoked in. Um, nowadays, less cars are smoked in, but there are still people smoking in their cars. And mm-hmm. we'll get a car that has a smoke smell in it, and it's a beautiful car. Otherwise, what do we do with it? Well, we, tr- we try to stay away from selling cars that have any smoke smell. But, you know, if there's a customer that has a that has a car where either they were smokers or they're trying to get a smoke smell out, what we have found is... A dish of vinegar and a dish of baking soda in separate separate dishes mm-hmm. under the seat act as a really good um, way of naturally getting rid of smoke smell. Hmm. 
Because the last thing you want to do is cover it up with more exactly. smell yeah. I also or heard, something else. Um, charcoal. And using they, they, they sell them in these bags, mm-hmm. and you can hang them in your closets, in your cars, whatever it takes, and absorbs it absorbs, all the, odor. absorbs the odors. And then when you when you want to clean it, you just put it back in the sun yep. and oh. let the sun hit it. So, so, so like uh, with vinegar, I mean, I've done that with just – you know, closets that kind of had a smell to it, and you put that in, amazing. Yeah. Another thing people, I mean, I would say most people probably know and are aware of this in their car, but it's important. If you have a smell in your car that, whether it's food or smoke or animals, you know, whatever, your cabin air filter is very important to replace be- for that reason. The cabin air filter has nothing to do with the engine. The cabin air filter, if you don't replace it, it's only you that is going to suffer from it because all the all the odors from your car get trapped in that in that filter. So when you like when air recirculates through the vents, um, the odors are getting trapped in that. It doesn't take long for that filter, just like a just like a filter you'd replace in your furnace or at home. You know, you want to replace those every few months or six months or whatever it is. The same would be true at the very least. Replace that cabin air filter once a year, but um, a lot of people don't aren't aware that that cabin filter is the air that you're breathing that's coming through the vents. Hmm. So, um, so that's a that's an uh, an important thing to note. Um, what else do you guys have? Uh, do you guys have any car tips that you uh, have researched that you want to talk about? Yeah. So I think. One thing, I mean, it's it's common for people to notice because you look at it all the time, your your wiper blades. So, I mean, in the winter time, you know, from the, the snow and the ice buildup, I mean, they take a lot of, you know, work. So, replacing those um, and also, you know, the fluid as well, too. And sometimes in the spring with the pollen, uh, even if you don't necessarily have to replace your wipers, but before a long trip, if you're going to be on the highway for a while, um, just take a, a, a wet uh, paper towel, maybe use vinegar, <laughs> mm-hmm. and wipe off your uh, wipe off your wiper blades. Just lift them up, wipe them off, put them back down. Because sometimes it'll you get that right grit, you know, it'll it'll help. Um, another thing is like Rain-X. You know, if you're gonna go on a trip yeah. this summer, um, Rain-X spray on your on your windshield that stuff is great i mean you it lasts oh yeah. it lasts like six months it really does it lasts last a long time uh the bugs will come the, the the bugs won't stick to your windshield as easily your wipers won't have to work as hard because the, the water just sort of repels right off mm-hmm. um so rain x is is really a good product for for your windshields you know one thing else i was i was looking at too and i didn't even think of this is to to change out your emergency gear. So in the winter, we have, you know, winter jackets and blankets. Summertime, you know, we need batteries for flashlights. Swim trunks. <laughs> Water bottles. <laughs> the emergency swim trunks. <laughs> you know, the emergency stuff. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> hey, we wish we would have had a our cooler swim beer. while we were in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I they know. They had a nice pool there, yeah. a nice jacuzzi, and we got oh, to we see none swim it. trunks, yeah. Well, now we know what to put in our go bag. Yep. Yeah, some uh, <laughs> some sunscreen. Yep. <laughs> Not in this weather right now, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> we don't need that for a while. Uh, no, rain jacket. No, I would sure. say, at least here in Rochester, we got two seasons, winter and construction. That's yeah. the yep. yep. 
you know, you know, you live in upstate New York when you go to Niagara Falls and you go on the Maid of the Mist and you and you seriously want to keep your little baggy poncho that they give you intact because you know you'll use it about <laughs> ten more times during the summertime. Yeah, here. like ten more times, like in the next two weeks when yep. you get home. Yeah. Um. So I always heard this is the other thing I heard that we actually get ra- you know more rainfall than Seattle. Really? I'd like I'd like to know if, if that's actually wow. true, but I I believe that is true that we Seattle is always like, "Oh, it's the rainiest place." And I'm like, nah, "I don't think so." Yeah. I, I think I, it's all Well, it, well, it w- wouldn't take much to convince me this spring cuz it's been a wet. It's been wet. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been great. Um alignments, pothole season, uh-huh. mm-hmm. you know, right now the the roads they it's uh the bad weather has just stopped. The potholes aren't patched up yet. Uh, and just about every car is probably driving without uh, without a proper alignment. And it boy, does it wear tires down quickly. Uh, it does everything from wearing your tires down to giving you decreased fuel efficiency uh, to not even just making the car feel good when you're driving. It's yeah. not tracking right. And it's really two seasons of that. So you're just coming up. So yeah. you're hitting those potholes. And, uh, and then they, they put everything in and they they heat it up. They put the pavement in. And then the hottest summer comes and then it's all gone again. Yep. Yep. So you're getting it at least twice a year, I noticed here, that she's just constantly taking so much abuse. Yeah. You, 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 you really uh, – if – if it was acceptable in the general public's eyes, I would recommend people do a four wheel alignment twice a year. But it that's a hard sell. I mean, it you know they're a little over a hundred bucks to do, um, but once a year is is an it's absolute. A must it's an absolute. It's yeah. an it's absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> imperative that you get an alignment once a year. I've been trying to use um, that too. <laughs> so I will not, tell you. So now you can go back in the podcast. Go, how many times did Chase <laughs> say absolutely just to give it to Mark a little? There. One thing that also we've noticed. I mean, we've not, noticed this over years, but just recently I had a um, a staff meeting with our technicians to really focus on looking at people's coil springs. So in each car. There are four coil springs, one for each wheel. Um, coil springs are uh, a metal coil, just like you would. Looks just like a slinky, kind of like a little stretched out slinky, but it's made of a pretty, you know, like about a half an inch to an inch to an diameter. inch diameter tube, metal tube that's coiled. Um, they break. There's that uh, we see so many that are broken. The problem with broken coil springs is that you most of the time won't know you have a broken coil spring. Um, But the reason that you need to replace it is that if you do have a broken coil spring and you do go over just the right pothole, that spring can actually, and it, I mean, it's uh, not very common for this to happen, but it's, but it's possible. The spring can actually come flying out, put a hole right through your tire. Um, Maybe more uh, more urgent would be because even though that that possibility exists, it's small. But maybe more urgently is the fact that it your suspension's not right. Your tires are going to chop up easier because mm-hmm. you're they're bouncing. Um, so a lot of people won't even know that they have bad coil springs. So we've we've put a big sort of um, you know emphasis on the technicians 
looking at all four coil springs. Getting eyes on each yeah, one of those. Gotta yeah, got to get eyes on, on all of them. Um, you know, obviously fluids and, and oil changes and all of that kind of stuff. We just had one of the questions that was presented to me on this uh, on this ethics application was to name one external ethics issue uh, that faces our industry and how we've dealt with it. And one of the things I cited was uh, the way motor oil is marketed and advertised to people. Um, so there's a lot of choices people have for getting their oil and filter change. And a lot of people are, because that's something you constantly have to do on your car, they're trying to find less expensive ways to do their oil and filter change. The problem is, is that mo a lot of the cars now, you know, I'd be guessing 70, 75% of cars and maybe 90% of most newer cars are all synthetic oil changes. Um, and a lot of these companies will market that they will do a synthetic oil change for X amount. But <clears throat> what they're actually using is a blend of synthetic oil and conventional oil. So um, just a sort of a, uh, a service announcement to everybody out there. When you're getting your motor oil changed and your filter changed, make sure you ask, what oil are, we, are you putting in my car? Are you putting in a blend oil? Are you putting in a full synthetic oil? And it's maybe even important to note what weight oil you're putting in because not every car is, has the same recommended weight oil. Um, but most oil change places have to hang their hat on one weight specifically that they use for most of their cars. So you want to make sure that you're getting the right weight oil in your car and that you're not getting a synthetic blend if you're paying for a synthetic. That's important. Mm -hmm. If you have a car that still uses conventional oil, continue to use conventional oil. You can do that. You could also go to synthetic if you wanted to, but um, just know what you're getting. Know what you're getting with with oil. Know what you're getting with your tires because not all tires are created equal either. And I'm not just talking about brands. I'm talking about um, are you getting a, a an all-season tire, which technically is really more accurately said as a three-season tire. But um, what does, what is the speed rating? You should ask those questions because that will ultimately – help you get the tire or the oil that you need that will do the best for your engine or the best for your car and will have the best longevity. So there's that. Motul. We've got to talk about their synthetic oil. Motul is uh, such a great oil company. We decided to go with Motul. We were using Castrol, which is also a great motor oil. In fact, Castrol really is for a, for a lot of places it's the gold standard however motul is really the gold standard when it comes to the types of cars that we service motul is is a really specific fully synthetic oil it's actually according to to the motul reps it's the only fully it's only it's the only real fully synthetic oil it doesn't have other chemicals in it it's a fully synthetic oil um it's it's not the it's not cheap, but we don't charge people more to put right. the best oil in their cars. So you're actually going to pay a normal price for an oil change here, 
and you're going to get the best get the motor best oil the on the planet. <laughs> and they got lots of products, too. That's <sighs> they the, do. Yeah. Um, We've been lucky to get some of them and try them out and stuff since they're our sponsor, you know? Yeah, they have yeah. this new stuff. It's called MC Care. It's a, it's a wash and wax spray. So, y- you know, when you wax your car, if you're using, like, the old turtle wax or the carnauba wax, you, you've got that tin can, and you got to – sometimes that stuff gets kind of hard, and then you got to put it on, and if you don't, like – if you don't like wipe it off within right the first like five minutes on a on a warm sunny day, it starts to bake into the paint, um, and it's a lot of elbow grease to get that stuff off. Motul has this stuff, uh, wash and wax spray that you just dry your car, you spray that stuff all over the car, and then you take a new a uh, new fresh towel, wipe it off. Always recommend to do any of that under in shade so if you're outside do it under a tree or yeah, something even when you're cleaning your windshield yeah yeah always a good idea yeah always do it in the shade you never want to do that stuff in the sun just the car gets too hot too fast another thing i do want to talk about a lot of people i i know have this problem on their car and they don't know how to fix it and that is headlights you ever see the cars with the headlights where they're all kind of foggy yeah. foggy yeah. and yeah. faded yep. over faded. and yellow yep. yellow yeah there is a way to fix that and a lot of people know that there is a way and there's little kits you can buy at the store that will help with that but there really is only one way to completely take care of that well i should say there's two ways you can replace your headlights i was gonna say (laughs) that'd be my and that'd be the most expensive way (laughs) and i would go that route but uh but we have developed something that you know probably there's been other shops that have figured this out but we have developed something that works great so our detail department will, if you have fogged over, faded headlights, it's plastic. That stuff is just plastic. It's not glass. It's plastic. So it's uh, that that plastic just starts to fade. What um, what our detail department does is they have this very gritty, like liquid sandpaper, that they put on there, and they use a machine buffer, and they get that buffer going really fast because it actually heats the plastic up. Not to the point where it warps the plastic, but it gets that plastic really hot, mm-hmm. and it gets the it gets all that fog out. So there's that's phase one. You get all the fog out; those headlights will look like brand new. It's really an amazing thing because you almost can't believe it. Yeah. But the problem is, is if you just stop at phase one, they will eventually go back to being faded. At that point, what we've discovered gets the job done completely once and for all one time only is once we get all that off of there we have our body shop clear coat Great the idea. headlights yep. that seals in what was just done and they stay like that it's, it's wonderful so if you have headlights that are faded there are home remedies some of them including vinegar and some of them including t- uh, tooth whitening toothpaste and all kinds of things and that will help but it's just short term. You'll get them looking a little bit better, and then a few months from now they'll look bad again. Mm-hmm. If you want, you spend maybe a, a hundred, two hundred dollars, and we can get these things buffed out, clear coated, and your headlights. Some of these headlights, by the way, are <laughs> two, three thousand dollars to replace because of all the new LEDs <laughs> and uh, HID. Uh, you know, the right. um, high-intensity liquid crystal headlights and all that kind of stuff. So you save a lot of money if you do it that way. It's a great mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. So I I recently just saw 
a couple of weeks ago, I went to the movies and I saw The Avengers. So I wanted to see what you guys, if you guys saw it, what you guys thought of it. That's a you know real hard cut segue off of spring cleaning. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, but it is. It is. It's been on our minds. Um, so I was supposed to go see it last weekend uh, with my son. He didn't come home, so I haven't seen it yet. So we can talk about it, but please, no spoilers yet. Okay. I I've been I've been avoiding them. Um, you know, listen, I want to see it. I I do, but I gotta be honest and say I. I yeah, I'm over it. Kind of. I'm like okay. It was like today they announced, oh, yeah, we're going to do three more Star Wars movies. Really? Well, I'm starting to get over the whole Star Wars thing because how much more can they do? They, well, I don't know. They this, seem to. Marvel has got a lot more movies than Star Wars, and I think they're both on the same trajectory. Yep. I, I think you have to watch a superhero movie like you like you might sit at home with your kids when they were little and, and watch a SpongeBob episode. You know, you don't sit there and, and try and nitpick. Um, the reality of it all. Yeah, I think it's entertaining. <laughs> you, you, I, I got a. Did you see it? I did see it. Yep. And what'd you think? I thought it was okay. So, it being three hours, so all of the the Rochester area ones with the you know, um, nice cushiony seats, reclining ones were sold out. So we went out to Buffalo to see it because I'm like, for three hours, I'm not gonna sit in a regular seat. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you either. <laughs> well, oh, it's worth it. Oh no, because. No, it's, your it's can will fall time. asleep. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, I remember in 1980 standing in line to go see Star Wars. I had to stand in line for three hours to get into the movie theater, and then you had to sit in those little tiny seats. Yeah. <laughs> no, we listen. We progressed in the in that. My yeah. problem is with those nice seats and three hour movies. Are you know? <laughs> gonna I'm, I'm, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> I don't care how good it is. We're an hour and a half in, and I'm like, okay, uh, Dad, are you sleeping? Yeah. Oh, my wife la- laughs so hard because I am the messiest eater at the movie theater. Uh, so when we go to one of the movie theaters that have the reclining seats, when we get up after the movie, there is so much popcorn. There's raisinets stuck to my jeans. There's, there's a, do you like throw it? Yeah, yeah <laughs> like like how, what do you do? I, I saw I saw a life hack. Do you on fall TV. asleep in the middle of no, eating? No, it's it's you know what it is is like a lot of the popcorn like misses my mouth as I'm like eating it. How does know, that happen? It just does. I I just have a popcorn eating problem. If, if you can see us now, where Aaron and I are like putting popcorn up so, our mouth, going, how does it miss? So so like, I, I saw know. so I saw a life hack uh for how to eat popcorn so that you eat less of it and that you don't get your hands you know all buttery and then as you eat eat it a kernel at a time with chopsticks okay that's just too much i think i'm gonna try that next time i haven't tried it yet listen you're having trouble getting it in your mouth without chopsticks (laughs) now you're gonna use chopsticks i'm pretty sure you are not fluent with chopsticks (laughs) As a matter of fact, I'm positive. I'm of gonna it. get the kids ones that have the little rubber band on the top, so that uh, oh my so they're easier to use. Who would like do that? Cup? Like that's not even a hack. Like I want you to think about that for a second. I think it's a hack. You need chopsticks to eat less popcorn. What? Well, sure, what? it makes it harder to eat it, and so you're only eating one kernel at a time. But it's dark. I mean, you're gonna miss it. Like every time you go to go in the well, I'm gonna give Horrible it a shot. Idea. I'm gonna give it a shot. I'll wait for the next Marvel movie to come out. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It'll be <laughs> next week. There'll be another one. You won't be missing much. I, yeah. uh... Well, I mean, listen, I, I think we all had a different takes on it. I, I don't know. Mark, what, you, you saw it. You liked it. I liked it. Yep. I mean, I I think that they could have done the same movie in two hours. Like, yeah. 
I, I think that there were a lot of things they could have maybe cut out of it. But I also know that it being the last Avengers movie, um, that they wanted to they wanted to sort of draw out a little bit of the backstory part of it. And yep. I do I actually am one of the people that I enjoy the kind of the the backstory part of it maybe slightly more than I enjoy the the action. Mm-hmm. The action's great in like little little pieces, but um, if the whole movie is action, it's a little bit too much. It's just all this color and there's just movement, too much know? stuff going on. Yeah, I, you know, I like a lot of the individual movies too. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. So yeah. like Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm really looking forward great. to the third. Guardians the third of the Galaxy was great, and I I just always you know I always have a problem with these monster movies with so much in the cast department because it's so hard to develop when you've got 30 main cast. It's exactly. just, it, it, to me, it always becomes very, very choppy. Now, I will say this, that I've enjoyed them all. And I just watched Infinity, you know, again. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. It's a good movie. Black Panther's a great movie. Um, oh, Black Panther was yeah. really probably, probably the, it's probably the best. One of the best. Yeah. One. yeah that so, one in like the first Iron Man. Yeah, really so weird. I think, but to me, because they've just stretched and they just keep stretching and stretching, and now we're at this point that they're going to finally tie it up. So I'm kind of like, mm, I might even wait till it shows up on a stream or I get it on a Blu-ray or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's not like I I did not feel the need to rush out and I go see it. I do love Audi's product placement in all those movies, though. I mean that Audi that they pulled up in in that movie, the uh, very cool. Like so nice. Oh, I bet Although the R8, um, oh well. Hey, anyway. yeah, be quiet. Let's not spoil anything. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, but the Audi R8, we actually have one in here for service today. They're pretty sweet. The oh. the the Audi R8 is pretty sweet. No, I'm the, not I buying love, it. I love the Audi R8 placements in in all the Marvel movies. Yeah. I love Audi's involvement in all these movies, and I've said it in uh, other podcasts. I mean, that's Audi has done such a good job with their marketing and they do a lot of marketing in movies. I mean, they're, they're everywhere. And I, I think that that's, I think that's really smart because we are, we are living in a time right now where TV advertising is, first of all, so many people are streaming things now that they're, they're finding ways to watch less commercials and put less commercials in front of them. And when commercials are in front of them, for so many people, it's just kind of noise. They, they're not even really paying attention to what's mm-hmm. being shown in front of them. So I think we're we're at a point where people are less. They're they're not going around the water cooler going, "Oh, did you see that? You know, awesome Mercedes commercial," but they're gonna go, "Wow, did you see that Audi in the Transporters movie that you know he jumped off of a top of a gr- parking garage?" And yeah, I still think product placement, you know, when done correctly. Yeah, like is, Starbucks is, coffee is in best. a Game of Thrones episode. You heard about that? I, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. saw a picture. Listen, I think people are making too much of it. Like, listen, they've had how many years of this show? I know. If they, if listen, go back. You're going to find more things. You're going to see lights. You're going to see microphones. You're going to see guys in sneakers. Okay, yeah. it just happens. I, I it's love impossible. I love watching those those things on movies where people have found the, the oh, mistakes. You know, yeah. they're 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 all over in coming from the industry i can just tell you it does get by people because mm-hmm. they're going so fast they're looking at there's now there's somebody by the way that's supposed to be looking in that monitor going oh yeah 
There's a Starbucks coffee. Yeah, there. well, they don't, you, well know what? you know, if you think about it, though, it's it, not only is it when it's filmed, right? And there's so many people on these sets to make sure these things don't happen. But then it goes through so many rounds of editing. Well, yeah. it, and it, it still it does, gets but, by. But what happens sometimes is they don't have a choice. Unfortunately, sometimes you'll see it. They they have to take a shot, even though they don't really. I know, want but to. it's kind of like when you when you watch certain TV commercials, and they're so bad, and like there's been commercials where people have been like, "What were they like? Yeah. They, they were either like they weren't politically correct, or they were something." Okay. I go, "How many people approved this to get it that it actually made it, yeah, on air? Like, how wasn't there an executive there said?" That's not a good idea. <laughs> it's hard to see sometimes because you're not focused on background. You're focused on performance. You're focused on yeah, but even but on, there are people that are supposed to do it. So there was a mess. I'm just talking about even like message. Sometimes these companies will their message will be one that is like, yeah, you don't want to do that, and it doesn't get picked up, and then then the public is in uh, you know up in arms about it, and you go, how did did they calculate that? Were they planning on that? Or did they just fall asleep at the wheel? You know, which is possible. Yeah. Probably. Anyway. <laughs> um, <and laughs> you want to segue back into spring car tips? Or now we're going to segue into I, James Bond movies. I, I believe we've moved on from spring <laughs> car tips. Anybody well, looking at Because I'm looking here. Oh, yeah. we've we, Oh, we're way past the spring car care tips. I know. <laughs> I was trying to reel it in. You, were you trying to reel yeah. it in? Uh, listen, we, listen, we've tried some new things today. It's yeah. worked a little bit. Yep. Something we still gotta, you know, absolutely keep looking at it. And yeah, we absolutely will. <laughs> uh, next uh, on the thirtieth of this month, we are doing a podcast with weathercaster Kevin Williams, who um, is a well-known weathercaster in Rochester, New York. He's the owner of WeatherTrack, um, which they do a lot of different things weather-related. One of which is. Um, forensics so they do weather forensics so uh, his company also helps uh, police departments and investigations that they need to know information about what the weather conditions were or what the weather conditions are going to be Um, so he's a very busy man he's taking time out of his day we just finished restoring his Jaguar and uh, he knew about our podcast and he wanted to come down and be on our podcast. So he will be on our podcast on the 30th of this month. Which which, is, which then you'll get very shortly after that. Which mm-hmm. will be pretty cool. Yeah, hopefully yeah. I'll get it on the, the same day. Absolutely. Absolutely not, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> absolutely not, probably. Yeah, yeah there's sorta. things that you learn when you work here for a while. There's minutes, and then there's Mark's minutes. <laughs> Mark minutes. <laughs> Mark minute. I was laughing about that with my wife. We were having dinner. I go, yeah. No, uh just a minute and i go hmm, well you must is it a mark sure minute? you have a new appreciation now for what sometimes uh pulls me away and oh it's yeah it's it it is something i mean we we like i said earlier we just go 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 mm-hmm. and there's people buying cars mark trying to sell employee cars like <laughs> parking them with product placement like next thing i know i'll have one in my office <laughs> and be like, i just didn't have room in the back i thought you might want to look at this jaguar jim yeah all right, well, here, I got a quick question for you guys. Because um, I was coming back from Connecticut a few weeks ago, went to see my sister. And uh, this is something that my wife and I debate. But if you're in Europe, 
and you're in the passing lane. So if you're driving in the left lane and you're driving too slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, standard practice, is this is not, people do not do this necessarily to be mean or to, it's not road rage. It's just, this is, uh, in fact, I'm, I'm sure that it is exactly what is in their driving, you know, recommendations when they get their license. And that is you flash your headlights at someone to tell them to slide over. I mean, not everybody's doing it because they don't know what they're doing. They just forget that they're in the passing lane and they, you know, they slow down and they need a little bit of a reminder that they need to move over. Mm -hmm. So I use that same protocol here in the States. The question is, is that right or wrong? Is that a jerk move to I do it. Uh, flash high beams to tell someone to move over, or do you just kind of let them disrupt the flow of traffic and, and go? I'd rather have the high beams than somebody riding my tail. So right. that's why I do it. Like I'll, if, especially if I'm flash. on cruise control and I'm coming down that left side and I'm passing everybody and you're just kind of puttering along, yep. I'll hit the high beams, and right. sometimes they get mad. But, yeah. I mean, really – it is the passing lane. I just keep trying to let people know. Uh, that. I wonder though, and I, I, this is something we should look up and we should reconvene next podcast. Is it anywhere in the permit test or the written, you know, rule book for driving? Is is it anywhere in there about the fact that the left lane is the passing lane? Oh, I can tell you that right now. I just took an online uh, rate reduction course. Okay. And absolutely, it's a passing yeah. lane. It is a passing lane. It I just because it seems lane. to me like a lot of people aren't aware that it is the passing lane. I was just on the thruway this past weekend, and I can't even tell you how many cars I had to pass in the right hand. The and worst. It's so dangerous. In the worst, believe it or not, because we go back and forth in Schenectady all the time, truckers. Move over, especially mm-hmm. going up a hill. Get out of the left lane. Right. Yep. Really? You're going to go 40. What are you doing? You're watching TV on your phone. I don't know what you're doing, but it is absolutely the passing lane. So I wouldn't feel – I don't I don't really feel bad when I blink somebody late. So I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to help you remember. Yep. You're, you're, you know, you're driving school. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, remember? See, I don't I don't flash them. So what do you just get right up on there? I just get, up, I get right up on there. But my husband does, and I'm like, don't flash them. I don't know why I say it. I mean, people it, don't necessarily. I think I've just seen too many videos of of road rage that I, I'm well, just there afraid w- of there it. There was know? a there was a thing down in my uh, I think it was like Miami or somewhere down there at at one time. It was probably like twenty years ago, where they were targeting uh, like tourists from Europe, and I think specifically Germans. It, I it was actually in Orlando. It was uh, okay where they were doing the where they were doing the flash. I'm not sure that was. I think, that, I think that was a little bit of the Snopes. There I think was, that was not necessarily true. There were a lot of attacks on tourists on, I believe it was um, I-95. Okay. That 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 section. I think they had a problem in Hialeah too, which is a not great area yeah. typically, or at least wasn't at one point a great area of Miami. But, um, so. A couple things I, I do want to really quick before we finish up, uh, getting back to the car care tips because Aaron's brain was on superhero movies. I, I, that's all I had, yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Thanks. I, liked I thought it. we'd move past the car No, I know. There's tips. just a couple. I can't even say it because if I were to say something, tips, yeah, yeah. say it ten times fast. Um, 
putting wax on your wheels. People probably don't think about waxing their wheels. But if you get brake dust on your wheels, which you prim primarily would get on your front wheels more than your rear because 80% of your braking on most cars is done in the front of the car. So that's why your front brakes will usually wear out before your rears. But if you get brake dust on your wheels, if you clean them really good and you wax them, the brake dust can't won't stick to the wheel as easily. It slides off. So you can wax your wheels. So next time I get mine done, I can say, hey. Throw, throw a coat of wax yeah. on the wheels, yeah. yeah. So next time you get it done on the BMW. On the BMW. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, well, the, 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 first time the theory is, is, the is that the brake dust won't stick as easily, and so your wheels will stay cleaner for longer. Um, so there's that. Um, oh, there was something else, and now I can't I can't think of what it was. Shoot. Um, yeah, well, but anyway, there's that. Oh, yeah, okay. These are little sort of <laughs> cute things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is the same guy that's going to use chopsticks on on <laughs> popcorn. Take a take a uh, take a Dunkin' Donuts cup, right? When you're done with the coffee, rinse it out, dry it up inside, and then take the lid, uh, cut a slit in the top of the lid, take a bunch of tissues, put them in the cup, and then pull one tissue out through there, and you've got a nice little tissue holder that you can put in your cup holder. See, my thing is I would do that. I would forget that it's a tissue holder, and then I would and throw it away it. in oh. the garbage. Because <laughs> I have too many Dunkin' Donuts cups in my car. I don't know. I just buy the little travel <laughs> Kleenex. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I don't know. That's I don't know if that's really a car care tip. That's really the, I don't know. Like, you're just, like, reusing stuff. Like, now we're, now we're into hacks. Like, uh, you know, what's going to hold your cell phone? I, I don't know. Like, so if you're on Facebook at all, the ads there's there's many an ad now for some reason it's every type of cell phone holder known to mankind yeah oh, right. they keep showing up there are so many but i gotta be honest ones. i do look at them all yeah <laughs> and i go oh that's really kind of cool and i'm like no i'm not buying that and I, I do click through there's many times somebody's going see the ad worked yeah but yeah i'm not so sure about the like right. what got you hold on how, how did you get to the Dunkin' Donuts? Is that something you do regularly, or did you, or did your kids do it for like a, a no, scouting program no, or something? I, I tried it once, uh, <laughs> and it worked pretty well. <laughs> I tried it once. <laughs> I suppose it would work with a Tim Hortons cup too. But I just so here's the only thing I got to say is is next time you go to the movie, and you use chopsticks and that, I want to see video. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put a video. I I gotta see the video of this because. Compared to you, just like because oh, I want, boy. I want to bring listeners back to the point where you said, "Yeah, I have such a hard time getting popcorn in my mouth." Anyway, I'm going to and take I'm always a like, picture. How does that work? Like, I'm going to take a picture of <laughs> of my seat when I'm done with like, like, is it because you need glasses? I don't. Like, I just you, picture like Cookie Monster. Going, yeah. it goes everywhere. Like, how do you? Like, oh, I missed. Yeah, I missed. Right. Oh, I missed again. So, yeah. Oh, let's use chopsticks. <laughs> Hey, everybody. That's the uh, name of this episode, by the way. It's going to be called Chopsticks. Chop <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's always good to do a podcast. Oh, it is. You know, it's funny because the three of us work together every day, and this is the most we've spent together. It's the first time you <laughs> in knew. five weeks. Because <laughs> it's literally three-minute intervals. Oh, yeah. That's that's right. the, that's oh, yeah. The, it's exactly yeah. right. It's so true. Um, make sure you visit us on Facebook at universalimports.com and like our page, please. Uh, that's what we're really trying to achieve here with the Grease and Glamour podcast is not only to entertain you, 
but also to get you to be aware of all the great things that we offer at Universal Imports. And we would love to be your place for your car repairs, any body uh, or collision or repair, repair work that you need. If you're looking for a new vehicle, Aaron and I would love to help you find your next vehicle. Um, we're all encompassing. We do everything, soup to nuts on cars, and we want to be your car care provider. So uh, like us on Facebook, share this podcast with a friend, tell people about the Grease and Glamour podcast. We really appreciate all the support. I got to give a shout out again to Brian Watkins, super fan. Uh, I was so impressed uh, how he has listened to every episode and uh, I can't put anything past him. He he'll he'll say, "Hey, what's that that uh, Jay said or Aaron said?" It's awesome. It was. Uh, I just I'm so uh, thankful. He's gonna be saying the same thing as me. How are you gonna use chopsticks <laughs> on popcorn? Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm I'm thankful for all the people that listen, and uh, and we hope that you continue to listen and that you get your friends to listen too. Um, visit universalimports.com. What else, Aaron? You can email us. Email us, call us, 585-381-8677. Mark at universalimports.com. And ekane at universalimports.com. And jamie at universalimports.com. Yep. Jamie with an I. Yeah, J-A-M-I-E. Yes. So, until next time, this is the Grease and Glamour Podcast. See ya. See ya.